0: get into this uh week's episode i'd like to introduce a very special guest we have singer songwriter actor basketball player alcoholic and overall funny guy adam sandler Poopsicle.
1: man what a quirky guy
0: anyway welcome to wham <laughs> welcome to the wham guys <laughs> um we're starting up our what's well, going to be our list of uh holiday movies as we're in december and we started it off with the earliest of december holidays uh hanukkah when this releases we're going to be on the fourth night of hanukkah and to celebrate that we watched the only
1: hanukkah movie we knew of eight crazy nights it was so good and it wasn't about hanukkah at all <laughs> don't
0: had, like, say element that. that you made it sound like there's what? a correlation between the two it's like it's so good because it wasn't about hanukkah
1: I didn't say that, you did. <laughs> no. No. Mm, clip it, clip it. Um <laughs> this movie wasn't about Hanukkah at all. Like if you told me this was just a Christmas movie, I'd believe you because that's more people say like merry christmas and stuff than happy Hanukkah.
0: The only thing that really made it a Hanukkah movie is that we're sort of told that Adam Sandler's character, which uh David Stone, I think that's his yes. name, he used to celebrate Hanukkah. And also we're just referenced Hanukkah alongside Christmas a lot, which almost never happens in a Christmas movie. Mm. So those together, I guess, make it about Hanukkah. The fact that it's even mentioned.
1: You know, actually, before we get into this movie, um, that's a really good point. In Christmas movies, there's never like a, like, this is Christmas town. There's never like a Jewish guy there. Where'd they go? <laughs> well, it- in all the Hallmark movies, there's it's all a- the same universe. There's
0: a Jewish spirit around all um, Christmas movies, just because a lot of the classic or the classic Christmas songs we have are written by Jewish um, writers.
1: What about like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? I don't think Tim Allen would have let a Jewish person on set. That's really fair. But he's back like, to like crazy weird. Nights, um, I love Tim Allen though. Um. <laughs> I just this movie was really odd. I wouldn't call it a holiday movie. It'd be a holiday movie, not a Hanukkah movie. Yeah, but it just really strange from Adam Sandler. I'm. I don't even think he really knew what this movie quite was.
0: Because <laughs> it think, wasn't
1: a kids' family movie. Because they were making like boob jokes and shit, and like he's an alcoholic.
0: But yeah, then they, I don't.
1: I don't know who this was for. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I guess what's the harshest thing they say in here? Bullshit. I think that's the harshest language they have. But um. Yeah. Yeah, this – oh, and also there's just a scene where like (laughs) deer are very happily eating shit and you see shit in their teeth. I hated that. But no, this isn't a children's movie. It's animated by the same people who did The Iron Giant. So you kind of look at it and go, this looks like a children's movie. But no, this is – I don't even know. I don't know what audience this could have possibly been for because this wasn't during Adam Sandler's uh, prime, I don't think. It is after um, Billy Madison. I know that, but um mm-hmm. like he got bigger after this movie. He's so- not beloved Adam Sandler, he's that fucking guy Adam Sandler right now. <laughs> so it's very strange to sort of make this movie where the only audience it could be for is Adam Sandler fans. Like, who else does this apply to? There's not like a, a like a crass humor crowd that this applies to because it's not even that crass. It's like, oh, you can't say that in a kid's movie, but it's not Deadpool. I
1: yeah. don't know. It's just It's it's enough to be like, that's odd for this movie, but it's not enough to be like absurd, really. Mm -hmm. And so it just feels like, uh, oh, they they couldn't write a script funny enough. So they had to make like a woman with three boob jokes and like family guy cutaway kind of jokes in the middle of their song because they don't want to take it too seriously because they know it's bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what this is a crowd for? You know what
0: audience they were trying to get with this? Us? People who really want to beat up old men who are nice to everyone. us (laughs)
1: yeah that's what i'm saying you were devastated every time it happened though because oh god so there's this character in this movie named whitey and it's also adam sandler and he has a club foot and his sister also has a club foot and he's like 69 years old and he lives alone with his sister and his imaginary wife and no one like appreciates him and everyone bullies him and rags on him he's five foot three he looks like a little testicle with legs and god he just got thrown down at every turn and i felt so bad for him he was just so pure and happy and he didn't deserve it but also his name is whitey
0: Mm -hmm. what he had multiple seizures throughout the movie that nobody cared
1: about it was a continuous joke um and this movie so this movie was made on 37 million dollars um it released to 20 23.8 million um is what it received in box office. Um, and now it's free and, on YouTube. Yeah, and a lot of the criticism was for the screenwriting, Adam Sandler's voice acting, and specifically criticizing Adam Sandler's voice acting for Whitey, people really, really didn't like. That's a germ protective for you, Toshi. It plays itself off as if
0: he's doing this weird accent, because you can obviously tell that's still Adam Sandler. Yeah. And that works in some stuff, austin powers it does good with but um mike myers will always sell a character like insanely well even Mm -hmm. if like you can tell oh yeah it's obviously mike myers and then there's mike myers adam sandler doesn't have mike myers skill set when it comes to um delivering on a character at least he did not during this time
1: um just whenever in a movie whenever he's trying to make fun of somebody or like just make them sound like an idiot like talk saying what they said back to him that's whitey's voice but the whole movie (laughs) and he's saying this really sincere stuff and he's like come on like uh you know don't let those people get down and like you're not welcome in my house but it's fucking adam sandler so it's like you're not welcome in my house it's like you can't take him seriously (laughs) whatsoever and so any kind of sincerity they're trying to build up with this character is immediately boiled down because it's adam sandler still and this wasn't uncut gems yet I
0: like to think that him like having that unserious voice is sort of a precursor as to why this entire town just like shits on him and treats him like trash. It's Cause, just his voice. Cuz like oh, if you knew someone that sounded just like that, I feel like we wouldn't be nice to them. David Stone in this movie, he's our protagonist and his goal is literally just to do the the goodwill hunting where either he's going to go to jail for 10 years for the crime of being an asshole. Or he could stay with Whitey and uh, become a youth basketball referee and, like, learn the the message of Hanukkah
1: and be good. And apparently Whitey's done this before and Whitey's like – or I guess he's just a normal coach because at the trial, they're like, all right, Stone, you're done for. You're going to jail. And Whitey's just like, no, officer. And just he's like, come let him play. And the judge is like, all right. I guess (laughs) there's no deliberation. It's like, okay, sure. (laughs) And the first time we see him, uh,
0: with whitey, we get Adam Sandler completely destroying this kid because he's overweight. Like, it's not like a a one-off joke. It's not like a, Oh, a little funny thing. This is a massacre to
1: this kid it's a consistent bit that they have through the entire scene whenever they need a joke like Adam Sandler just is like decides he's like all right this team loses because I want to see the kid with the tits cry again and then it pans <laughs> over to his family like consoling the kids and he just starts sobbing again and it's just, and then Whitey comes over and he's like all right listen I think you have a very nice set of breasts and then it's even worse and like it's everyone fucking ragging on it and then later the father's playing like with Whitey in the community center and mm-hmm. the father just turns to be a fucking idiot too, and then someone has to eat his jockstrap.
0: <laughs> I like how that the person who eats the jockstrap lost a basketball game to Adam Sandler and his little protege Benjamin, who's the mm-hmm. son of a girl he dated Adam Sandler used to like yeah. in middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um they're playing and he's like, okay, I'm Adam Sandler. If we can beat you at this basketball game, you have to eat that guy's jockstrap. And they beat him in and- with really good basketball skills, it was impressive to see animated. Um, yeah, and then while he's eating the jock strap, still, uh, like at least five hours after the dude who's launching on it, yeah, the dude is setting fire to Adam Sandler's trailer, so he's still committed to the fact that he lost, mm-hmm. but he also was like, Fuck but you, he's full of spite, yeah,
1: <laughs> and so in. And- by the time we learn this, uh, we're just getting out of a musical number. And that. So, this movie is occasionally breaking into song. And the songs, like I said before, aren't taken seriously enough mm-hmm. by the movie. So, they're constantly filled with jokes and one liners and cutaways. And not cutaways, but just gags. Um, and so. All those songs are pretty painful for me, at least, just because they didn't want to go full throttle. So they're stuck in this gray area where it's like, it's kind of funny, but we're trying a little bit. But Adam Sandler's really (laughs) singing here, but oh my God, is my trailer on fire? And then that's how we end the song. And I didn't like the music at all in this. Anytime it came on, it just took me out of the whole thing. Like, I guess it's a holiday movie, but... Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, so let's let's see what songs there is. There's the first song in which it's just Adam Sandler saying everyone hates me and I hate myself. There's that one. There's yeah. um there's the song where like he's talking about how he used to love a girl and the girl used to love him and then we cut from that for the mayor of the town to go my 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 wife is trans by the way. And then <laughs> yeah, that's a bit and then we're like, "Okay, cool. Progressive." <laughs> and then um it wasn't... He wasn't even in the scene. They just... <laughs> no, it
1: was he so... Was, <laughs> he was never in the
0: story again. <laughs> and then we have uh, the worst one, which is definitely um technical foul. Horrible.
1: Technical foul.
0: Which is just a list of all the rules inside of Whitey's house. Um, yeah. and Adam th- Sandler's house fucking burns down. So he, and he has, yeah, to, has to stay, stay with Whitey. Whitey. And then we have... Um, there might be one before this, but then we have the the intervention song where mm-hmm. <laughs> where all of the brands, including like Panda Express inside and of a locker,
1: Ull, yeah they tar- telling Adam
0: they come to life to tell Adam that he needs to quit drinking and he needs to cry. <laughs> and then we have bum, biddy, biddy bum.
1: Yeah, really, just artful songs throughout this movie. Um, <laughs> oh, I and didn't enjoy any of them. What? That we have the
0: the whitey song at the end.
1: Oh, great. <laughs> they um, were they were all bad. Yeah, yeah, and um, like through this movie, we have we're kind of wondering where Adam's fa- parents are, mm-hmm. and when his house burns down, he runs in and grabs this letter that's like to our son Davy, whatever the fuck his name is, Adam Sandler, um. And he runs in, grabs the letter, gets back out, and then later on he's, like, forced to reveal to Whitey's uh, sister and Whitey kind of retells it that at a basketball game Adam Sandler was playing on Hanukkah and then, like, he won the game, and he looked at the stands. His parents weren't there. And then police walked in, and his parents had slipped on black ice driving and went to oncoming traffic and fucking died. <laughs> and they had a, all they had was a fucking Hanukkah card, I guess, that they had taken from the crash. Uh-huh. Which probably has, like, blood stained on it and some shit. <laughs> um, and then... At 12 years old, then Adam Sandler holds on to this card um, until he's like now in the events of the movie. Which and so is, he hates Hanukkah. Yeah. He hates basketball. He just – he's a drunk and he's mean and
0: blah. I think the we had talked about this before. When the cops come in, it's uh, right during the last uh, couple minutes of the game when Adam Sandler is completely crushing in basketball, like doing incredible. Yeah. And we're both looking at this the police are just sort of waiting there. And there's definitely a monologue or a dialogue between them where they go, should we tell him now? And the other one goes, we should probably see if he can win this and then we'll tell him the soul crushing news that he's an orphan. I mean,
1: God, did you see that pass? That was amazing. We <laughs> got to let him finish this period. <laughs> like there had to have been a little dialogue between them. Like there's no way. And they did. They let him play the game out. And they're like, all right, go tell him his mom died. <laughs> go crush his dreams.
0: <laughs> the best go thing is the Whitey,
1: off. Whitey's telling this whole story of this event
0: to his sister who just went, didn't know about it. And he called yeah. this like the miracle game. Yeah. Well, like, knowing full well that's the game where he was told that his
1: whole family died. Like, he really should have let Adam Sandler tell his story. Then, uh, it really wasn't his place.
0: I, I need to tell you the story about the Happy Fun Time game where his whole family died.
1: It's also me, Adam Sandler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hated how softly you said that. Dude, it
1: was a Adam it was Sandler. a table of Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, he was telling this whole story to himself.
1: He was by himself in the booth. It's like, oh, is no one else here today? No, we just need you. It's <laughs> so, okay. Cool, I guess.
0: Dude. Why did... Did he pitch this movie? Was he just attached to it afterwards? I mean, did the he write it or? Did he? Uh, the, oh yes, he was one of the four writers.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't. I guess yeah, you couldn't write this unless it was centered around Adam Sandler. But Jesus, it like, had like it had all his friends as like the voiceover and um the yeah. like guy that's a billionaire and warmer was also a billionaire in this, yeah. and he had a hook hand. I
0: I. The best sung verse in this is when Adam Sandler just goes, just points to the guy with the hook and he says, this guy definitely wiped his ass with the
1: hook. And he goes, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, But like there, this movie, if anything, um, it's about like just alcohol problems mm-hmm. because there's just a consistent, I'll say like maybe like, three-fourths of the movie are just about Adam Sandler like overcoming his problem with drinking and like stop drinking to be a nice guy and like help be nice to this man that's getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And really they could have labeled it as that instead. I think they would have made a lot more money. <laughs> I think they would have made a lot more money if they never
0: made this movie.
1: If they made a live action <laughs> it
0: probably would have made more money. If it was live action it probably would have made more money. They would just have to find a guy who's whitey like shaped so four foot one no it foot would also al- be adam sandler
1: <laughs> we it just use like the Altman. hobbit technique yeah
0: <laughs> it would
1: still all be adam sandler nothing would change in that regard it'd be like jack and joe everyone loved jack and joe
0: duncaccino
1: guy <laughs> don't remind me of duncaccino what's with him and getting Dunkin' donuts to sing what's with him getting al pacino to be his dad. It's yeah, Al Pacino was movie.
0: his dad. Not like he yeah. actually voiced him, but the animated. It was like, like, it was fat Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, that was his design. Um, it, I was bullied to watch this movie for such a long time. There. I was bullied. <laughs> <That> was <it. laughs> no, I was you're bullied. bullied to watch it. I was bullied into watching this movie by our friend Grayson. He mm. has like this weird obsession with Eight Crazy Nights. I, I tried don't to call disagree him. with him. I tried to call him to uh, to explain to me why, but he is a coward and he isn't picking up. But I know that he's going to see the, the thumbnail for this episode and he's
1: going to like freak the fuck out. He's going to flip his lid, dude. He's going to pop a gasket. He might have a seizure like Whitey. Whitey has several seizures and so many
0: consistently. And every time Adam Sandler just goes, eh, that's okay.
1: Yeah. The first ha- time he he just like puts his foot on top of him. And he's like, Alright, unless you want to see an old man die, clear out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the last the last seizure we see, see is a happy seizure, and that's how we end the movie. Whitey is fulfilled in life. And yeah. he's just going,
1: Oh, it's a okay. had a heart attack after that. Can you have a heart attack while having a seizure? I'm confident. Yeah. Alexa. Well, she just gave up. So <laughs> she just turned She's off. thinking about it.
0: There's not really much else to talk about this movie. It was a very short movie. It was an hour and fifteen. Wow, that is really short.
1: Yeah, but we couldn't um, tell
0: because it was such a drag.
1: Yeah, that um, you know, since you said that, I really didn't realize it was that short, and it felt like normal length. So it definitely did <laughs> drag. I guess I just didn't really realize. Um, we also, but, had wow, ads. this was only an hour and 15 minutes and, um, it was $39 million.
0: I guess just like pre or post iron giant, that animation crew must've been expensive. Mm, There's yeah. the only famous actor in this is Adam Sandler. That
1: definitely brought well, the price his down friends. A bit. Yeah.
0: But yeah, they're also in that too, but very limited.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like Billy Madison, like him just like making that studio to make movies with his friends kind of deal, though. So I doubt yeah. that really contributed to the budget too much. Whatever happened to Happy Madison? What's the newest yeah, movie? Happy Madison. Um, I don't know if Happy Madison's around anymore. Do, a, do a goo-goo. I'm doing a goo-goo right now.
0: Um,
1: what's their, their newest... <laughs>
0: Wow, they released four movies this year. Whoa. They released they? they released Murder Mystery Two. They released The Outlaws, which uh all of these are going to Netflix. So I guess they just uh distribute yeah, for the last couple of years everything they've done has been with Netflix. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um it. the Murder Mystery Two, the Outlaws, You Are Not Invited to My Bar Mitzvah and Leo.
1: Okay, so I guess Adam Sandler, I guess that's where I like Huey Hallow- or Hubert Halloween or whatever was, went to Netflix too. So I guess Adam Sandler mm-hmm. is just paired with Netflix now. They probably bought yeah. Happy Madison. I mean, they, it, Happy Madison also produced Hustle, which was
0: one of his uh, biggest movies that was last year. It also did Hubie Halloween. I watched Hubie Halloween this Halloween. What a strange movie. I just
1: said that movie, but yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no you're not. You're lying. Um yeah. Fucking alligator teeth. But um this movie really was just strange. I don't know how to feel about it. Like I had fun with it in regards to it was Adam Sandler and a little man being like beaten and thrown around and like mm-hmm. that was funny. Yeah. And there were some gags where it was just kind of like absurd. Like haha, that was funny the first time I heard it. <laughs> but I don't I enjoyed it, but I don't know how much I enjoyed it. Was it a fever dream? Like, I, I, I'm i gonna have to agree with you. This is what's the best way to put it? It's
0: not a movie.
1: No, I don't know. It's, it's,
0: I, I can't say it's what it was. It's a holiday
1: special for sure. You're right. That's it's what like it there was be. another greater Adam Sandler movie that this spun off of with the same characters, and we just never knew what that original movie was. It got put <laughs> in the Warner Brothers vault. We did a
0: direct-to-DVD DV- movie, and we put it in a theater. Do you think it's about time to rate it?
1: You know, I think I'm going to give you the honors to go first. Okay. I can't.
0: I cannot oh. rate this. <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to rate this?
1: NR <laughs> not not rated not rated. Fuck. I just just legitimately I have
0: no idea where to put this. I couldn't even tell you if I enjoyed it. I couldn't tell you if, if I watched anything. Whatever happened while we were watching eight crazy nights can never be described fully. I'm not going to be able to rate this thing.
1: Yeah, for for this movie I'm going to give it an 8 for 8 crazy nights uh cuz this shit was off the fucking wall, man. I don't I this was insane, dude. I just, <laughs> um this movie was I don't know if I enjoyed it, I don't know if I hated it. I uh it was fun, it was short, it was a lot of Adam Sandler and I want to go watch Grown Ups. So uh I mean with that um just listen to this real quick ad for Zencaster and then we'll get into news. All right. See you. Have you guys ever wanted to record your own podcast? When we started Wham!, Nolan and I lived just a stone's throw away from each other, but now with like a five-hour commute between the two of us, we had to find a solution that worked with both of our college student budgets in order to record Wham! each week. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster.
0: Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if
1: the connection is unstable. If you thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations go to zencaster.com/pricing and use our code WAMWAM and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan.
0: We want you to have the same easy experience we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. The headlines. Did you see the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer recently? I did. I did see it. Very pretty
1: game. A lot of ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm I think it looks pretty nice. Uh, I'm excited for it although I never finished Grand Theft Auto 5. Um you're... It won't matter, but Yeah, yeah, I mean it obviously won't connect, but it mm-hmm. seems interesting. I really like the character dynamics we're seeing. I think having a couple is
1: very interesting and I'd like to see how yeah. that goes. Um, It'll be like a Bonnie and Clyde type of thing. Um with GTA 5, oh, yeah. you, you really should finish it. There's some good turns in the story. Um it okay. gets slow at certain segments, but the the characters are really good in it they're just surrounded by this really crude kind of like layer hmm. but there's good characterization in there it's just buried okay. um so i'm kind of nervous to see what if they lean too much into the new age like um social media hip kind of talk where they can fall in that rut really easily
0: mm-hmm. because
1: like if they start going too hard too deep into it when they started development like that shit that they're going to be using and referencing is going to be old already so that's they have to true. be really careful with what they use and what they reference or it's going to be dated hard
0: well i will say there was a lot of like i guess social commentary in the first gta or not in the first fuck in gta 5 um
1: yeah i mean that's a shtick. yeah
0: yeah it was the stick there and even though that obviously is like dated now when I was playing it and I was noticing it, it didn't feel out of place because it seemed to play on things that are still very relevant today. I think that might be a good thing that Rockstar is able to do. Maybe they'll be able to do the same one in this one.
1: Yeah, I just same hope thing. that they don't like uh like the last Saints Row game, mm-hmm. like Saints Row was always this like, you know, GTA competitor where it was just wacky, silly, over the top, zany, where if like. But then the newest one just totally lost it. Different studio. And like it had that same humor, but it just wasn't the same anymore. It wasn't mm-hmm. good. It didn't evolve. And I am just nervous that they fall into that trap. But it is Rockstar, and they are amazing at storytelling. Mm-hmm. And they're just not great at supporting things like fucking Red Dead Online. But that doesn't mm-hmm. matter right now.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of GTA, uh, on December 14th, you're going to be able to get – um, to play three Grand Theft Auto games on Netflix.
1: Like the the
0: bad remakes that they did? No, I believe... Well, actually, maybe. The games are Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and San Andreas. Were those the ones yes. that were remade?
1: <laughs> oh, Yeah, oh, those were the really bad, like, by the mobile developers that everyone bitched about. Well, now it's on Netflix, so isn't that, like poetry or i'm not something. surprised that it's on netflix yeah but like <laughs> wow god i'm still mad about dude they're still selling that shit for like 50 dollars. fucking what that's i know stupid. it's so fucked up i don't understand it all it's not even <laughs> worth it you could play the old games and get a better experience but. <laughs> um okay i have do you want good news or bad news first give me the bad news then the good news will help me
0: um, I can't do that. Actually, I was really Shit. hoping you would say the good news. Um, Fuck. <laughs> Spider-Man Noir series is moving forward at Amazon Studios.
1: Okay, that is it's, neat. You're it's, really into Noir. That's
0: I cool. love Noir. I've read his entire comic run. Um, it's going to be live does kill, action. Does he kill people? Does he shoot? I know he has a gun. He killed. He killed someone. I might have been there. Uh green goblin or something like that maybe mm-hmm. scorpion some sort of monster version uh mm-hmm. right in front of aunt may because the monster is about to kill her and oh. when uh yeah. when aunt may sees that she's like what the fuck did you do did you kill someone it's like yeah he was gonna kill you and she goes never do that again <laughs> bad yeah it was fun i liked it <laughs> yeah. um so this is gonna be made with uh the the showrunners of uh, the Punisher and Twenty Two Jump Street—weird oh, combination.
1: But okay. Punisher is fine, I guess. I never yeah. watched the Punisher, but I assume it was good. People liked it.
0: There's some concern just because um, it's been told that the series or the main character will not be Peter Parker in this, and that has people believing that it's either going to be the main character of Ben Urich, who is the narrator in the Spider-Man: The War series or it's going to be a different person who is Spider-Man Noir. I really like Peter Parker being adapted into this, but I also understand that like Peter Parker isn't at its his strongest right now. We're kind of really liking seeing new people take up the mantle of Spider-Man. That's why Miles Morales is so popular, um, mm-hmm. Hobie Brown, stuff like that. So maybe it could be good, but I really like I mean- how it was adapted originally.
1: Yeah, originally in the comic bu- in comic books I think that makes sense. Um but in a movie and like the cinematic universe kind of thing, although like you know the MCU movies and that and that won't be necessarily connected at all, mm-hmm. but like viewers and new people would see like okay, Spider-Man Peter Parker and then they immediately draw those connections to that MCU character. Mm-hmm. So they might just want to try to keep as far as they can from that like you know everyone knows who peter parker is and so they might not want to have that like pitfall i guess almost those movies um... um
0: Uh, those are all movies that came you know, out, I think, no, I get, not how I get back in right. tw- 2020 it to
1: 2021.
0: Um, they were pritch. slated um, to either yeah. be Disney Plus Originals <laughs> or uh, to be uh, some released other in theaters news. But couldn't um, because of the pandemic coming. so now Disney is going, okay, <laughs> he has got pretty Dude, good reviews. Funny. And Wish, anyway, which this the is their is newest it? movie, you isn't. So we're going to make up for this really big loss in money by putting these movies into theaters for people to see. I'm excited to see Soul and Luca. In a uh, a theater I probably would. I'd really like that experience. I probably won't see Turning Red. It was okay, but I definitely wasn't the audience for it.
1: Yeah, I don't think um I mean I never watched Soul or Was Luca the one where he was like a fish boy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I do- I remember I was into Luca, um but Luca I never watched good. Soul cuz I just thought it was kind of it seemed like a nothing movie. Oh, I think you would like Soul. It it has a it, lot of fun to it. I don't it. know okay i I mean it it seemed cool, but it seemed like they were doing it just to just to have like the cultural movie you know what I mean
0: I wouldn't even say it's deeply cultural it's just New York City really hmm
1: okay okay, but um it's not I'm not angry about that, but also like why <laughs> i I don't think they're I think they're gonna be spending more money than they are like to advertising that than they're actually gonna be making from it I think it's a uh... Yeah,
0: I don't know. This could be just them being really desperate and being like, shit, shit, and just throwing stuff at the wall. But yeah. we'll see, I guess. January is notoriously a very non-competitive um, time for movies. Um, Like, any January release you see is going to be shit. With that in mind, it could be pretty good competition. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then... We just recently, Jesse Eisenberg is getting into so many things nowadays. We have, we have three, uh, Jesse Eisenberg projects to look forward to. One of them is now you see me three. We were talking about that. The second one is Sasquatch sunset in which he plays Bigfoot. Oh
1: my God. dude, That's going to be so cool. He has, I'm so ready.
0: He doesn't have any lines and he's just covered in a, like, you know, a full body suit the whole time. Um, and it's being uh, executively produced by Ari, uh, Ari or was it Ari? Ari Aster.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, that's he's, so cool. What the fuck?
0: I'm, I'm so worried. Why?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Why I'm worried. And no. then this is also, their renaissance.
0: He also has a directing debut. Uh, he's making a movie where he stars with Kieran McCulkin, where they're brothers and, um, They go to Europe to visit their dying grandmother and accidentally go on a Holocaust tour. Um, I wasn't sure. I forgot what the name of that movie was, but it will be interesting. All of these projects seem like they're going to be hit or miss.
1: Yeah. Um, obviously I hope that they'd be good, but yeah, I think they will be okay. I think Jesse Eisenberg, the sad thing about Jesse Eisenberg is that he had
0: his, um, he had his big moment, his uncut gems so early in his career with the social network, and I don't think he's made a better movie since.
1: Yeah, I really can't name anything like Landmark that he's been in where like I can't imagine that movie without him, you know? Yeah, that's real. Like, I mean, we even I watched. I think that's Vivarium. really important. Yeah, that's really important for an actor now to have that kind of staying power, where you see them and you see an IP, and you like link the two together. And mm-hmm. Jesse Eisenberg just doesn't have that at all. Well, Zombieland, but like, but it's not really. Good. You know, like I don't think anyone was thinking about Zombieland besides like a niche community until Zombieland Two came out, and then that was only for like a month. Maybe people thought about it. Yeah. That's yeah, that's real. There's
0: no real Zombieland fans out there. No. Um and then what else do we got? Oh, uh we're having a lot of good press tours right now just because the actor strike is finally over and we have a good yeah, amount of movies up, up, dude. We're getting so many hits. We have Mark Ruffalo currently doing his um, press tour for Poor Things, which is a uh, uh, a period piece that stars him and Emma Stone. I've heard some decently good things been,
1: about it. He's been doing a lot of period pieces. Like I saw him in that Netflix World War – like World War II one too. Mm-hmm. I mean he's that's – he does like his best in period pieces
0: because what? He had Zodiac. He had um, Shutter Island. Like that's where he really he's thrives. That.
1: Yeah, um, that's a good point.
0: But he's he was on set. uh, He was doing. This wasn't actors on actors, but he did do actors on actors with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and that was good. Uh, The newest season of Actors on Actors was really good. If you want to see it, it had Margot Robbie and Killian Murphy just both talking to each other about the Barbenheimer thing. Um, Oh
1: yeah, I saw some clips from
0: that. Yeah, he that was really interesting. Um, but for Mark Ruffalo's press tour, he was talking about when he was on set of Poor Things, if anyone was pissed at him, they would look at him and say, you know, we're like one step away with replacing you with Oscar Isaac.
1: That's kind of that's scary.
0: And then one day, Willem Dafoe brought Oscar Isaac on set.
1: <gasps>
0: Dude, he was shitting his pants. He Willem was like, Dafoe... hey, dad, what
1: is he What is he doing here, guys?
0: Willem Dafoe just came up to Mark Ruffalo and he said, yeah, he's going to be taken over now. You can go home. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's fucking scary. That's so Dude, if, if Willem Dafoe told me – if Willem Dafoe walked up to me and told me anything, I would believe him. <laughs> if he's like, listen, your whole family just died. You need to move to Zimbabwe. I'd be like, all right, Willem. Thank, thanks for letting me know, man. I appreciate it. He, I feel like the better
0: thing for him to do is he'd just be like, your hands are kind of clammy. I've only seen this with people with lymphoma.
1: I think you have lymphoma. <laughs> Dude, imagine you're at the doctor's office and they're like, one minute, let me get the doctor. And like Willem in a coat and he sits down and he's like, It's not great. <laughs> like, oh shit.
0: I'm not gonna put it to you lightly because you deserve to know the truth. Do you want me to put on a goblet suit now or do you want me to wait until later? <laughs> <laughs> um besides that i don't have much other news we're gonna continue uh holidays at wham and Mm. uh we'll be watching maybe the holdover sometime after that but we'd love to hear y'all's recommendations about what else to watch that's uh holidays related and then and then i have one apology to make
1: Ooh, go for it
0: uh when we were doing the marvels i had said that that was the first marvel movie that we were able to review Um, we did watch Guardians of the galaxy volume three, but that was, we didn't watch it when it came out. We watched it when it hit Disney plus. Okay. So just clarifying. Um, I heard some people trying to correct me on that. And to all of you guys, I never want to have you listen to the podcast again.
1: Please don't come back. That's, that's all I have to say. Uh, anything from you? Um, really I just want to say shout out UK listeners still holding it strong um, up to 9% now uh, getting Woo! up there increasing I know going crazy uh, keep it up I don't know if they do Christmas over there fucking goblins but you know if you do. have fun I love you happy Hanukkah um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, look forward to the next holiday movies over the next few weeks um, hope you enjoyed this has been Wham and you've been Wham alright uh, we'll see you guys next week bye get the fuck out of here I love you Please write me back.